Great day, everybody, all across the globe. This is your host, Raymond Ricks II, better known as Sunrise Ricks II or Innovations. They call me on Facebook or on Instagram. Today's episode, we are going to focus on workplace fraternities, part two. Yes, I wanted to dive into why it is significant as far as trying to get ahead as far as being an entrepreneur or why you want to not work at an employer all your life. So we're going to dig a little bit deeper into it. So sit back, relax, open your minds, maybe a book. And let's do some learning on inner visions of a political side hustler. Because yearning, learning is what we do to survive. Let's get it. Don't touch it again. People like you are going to get it. Caliber of people that walk into this place to buy stuffs. They are not on the same level with you. What are you even doing here? You can't even afford to buy that clothes. I mean, look at you. Clothes are bent, bent down. Let me tell you something. Okay. Now you can tell I'm the CEO. Well, I just came here to work, just to have a deal of being an ordinary staff. But all the... If you love to laugh, if you love to cry, if you love to learn, if you love to get hyped up watching something to brighten up your day, then look no further than Mosi Studios. They got talent, they got jokes, they got all smiles, so get your popcorn ready for Lagos, Nigeria's own Mosi Studios. Showing daily on YouTube and in Lagos, Nigeria. Let's get it. dismal approval numbers among black voters in key swing states. Joining us now, the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, Mark Fisher. Mark, thanks so much for joining the program. Uh, you know, this is my favorite story of the day because it identifies with what I've seen in the barbershop. All the brothers, for some reason right now, are turning tides right now, and I, I just wonder, what is the big reason? 
I think personally, it's the duplicity of the Democrats, the hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. We, we understand when someone's for us and when someone is not. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Yeah, I, I can't their, their, their policies actually strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. Yeah, so, you know, you were part of Black Lives Matter. Uh, you founded it there. And now you're saying, you're, you're not saying the entire Republican Party. You're saying Donald Trump. So what is it about Donald Trump? Is it the economics? Uh, you noted the black family. What is it going to take for him to sure up this support amongst uh, black voters? Well, I, th I just think that it's going to take information. A lot of people are misinformed. They don't really understand because they don't educate themselves on, on Donald Trump as a person and his history. Um, but if they do that, and it's going to take, you know, leaders, educated leaders, getting the word out there. Um, I think that it, it'll happen on its own and it'll be organic because um, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like if, if a real man? Uh, how could you not relate to someone like that? <clears throat> yeah, he, he watches every morning, so I'm sure he's cheering as, as you're saying this. We looked at some of the polls for Trump over uh, over Biden in the battleground states. In 2020, it was 8%. Now in 2023, he has 22%. And that's just not black men. So uh, election, the election is right around the corner. If you had the opportunity to talk to the former president, I'm sure he's watching right now. What would you tell him? Call me. I'm myself, old man. I'll stop the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, I I'm fascinated by you. Why, why did you end up leaving Black Lives Matter? Or are you still affiliated with it? No, no, no. I'm still affiliated with it. Um, all day it, because the thing about it is i'm my message that i preach and, and and that i tout is unity it's a message of unity it's unity driven i want to bring together all the marginalized groups from the, the margins and bring them to the center because we're stronger together as a as a one nation under uh indivisible under god mark fisher I, I think all americans can go with a message of unity we thank you so much for coming on the program i hope you'll come back and check in with us That was a wonderful interview by Lawrence Jones when he had Mark Fisher there. I'm going to take you to another um, new segment of Mark Fisher switching to support Trump. Let's listen. Like tonight, after a former leader of Black Lives Matter Rhode Island went on national news endorsing Donald Trump for president in 2024. Thank you for joining us. I'm Shannon Heggie. I'm Mike Montecalvo. 12 News reporter Matt Paddock spoke with the organization's founder and Rhode Island's Republican Party chairman and joins us now with their reaction. Matt? Mike Shannon, brother Gary Danzler, the founder of Rhode Island Black Lives Matter, tells me he's disgusted over Mark Fisher's comments on Fox News, while Rhode Island Republican Chairman Joe Powers calling it a major win for the Rhode Island Republican Party. I am watching young black men and women shot. Turn back the clock to 2020. Mark Fisher, a Black Lives Matter Rhode Island leader in the streets of Providence, taking part in a rally leading to the steps of the State House, fighting for change and a voice. But tonight, Fisher making national headlines, using his voice to endorse Donald Trump for president. Trump has done more for the black community than I can, any president I can think of in my lifetime. It's a bad look for uh, Rhode Islanders, period, not just BLM, 
Rhode Island Black Lives Matter founder brother Gary Dantzler, disgusted by Mark Fisher's comments, calling it a major setback for all that Black Lives Matter stands for. It's an insult to the African-American community, and we love our black and brown people, and we don't have nothing against Donald Trump, but he stands for what he stands, and we stand for what we stand for. That you have good, and you got bad, and you got evil. Those are the lessons, unfortunately, like Mark Fisher was saying that he represents BLM. He does not represent BLM. But not all agree with Brother Gary. Republican Party of Rhode Island Chairman Joe Powers calling the endorsement a major win for Republicans. But it's good to hear that we have uh, compatriots out there who are actually looking to uh, look at the Republicans as an answer. It's refreshing and, and that to hear that you have people who would normally not go that way um, actually come to the realization that it's the smart move for them because it just makes sense to be a Republican in Rhode Island. And 12 News reached out to Mark Fisher for comment, but were unable to get a hold of him. Live in studio, Matt Paddock, 12 News. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Inner Visions of a Political Side Hustler. And we are on the live. Yes. Going to have some of my quick thoughts on this here. Um, Mark Fisher made a choice. This isn't about, I'm not trying to convince anybody to join this party or another. No, it is just about telling the truth and waking up. Mark Fisher realized that what Black Lives Matter has done by not paying the victim's families and scamming them by using the victim's name to gain money. Not just him, but many people were fed up with Black Lives Matter. People like Joy Reid or Roland Martin will not talk about the um, expedition to where Black Lives Matter leader um, Patrice Cullors, their co-founders, have profit money from the NBA, Nike, um, other um, corporate businesses. They profit over hundreds of millions of dollars. Hell, they even purchased mansions in different parts of California. It's unbelievable. But not one penny has gone to the victims' families. They didn't even cover for the funeral. They didn't even cover for the medical bills, the medical expenses. Tamika Mallory, she's just as guilty too. All right. There was a story to where um, Samaria Rice, Lisa Simpson, they were trying to get in touch with these ladies, the uh, founders of Black Lives Matter, who were in the forefront. Um, Even attorney um, Ben Crump, they all refused. And I mean, they refused to have a conversation. They turned it down. As a matter of fact, I don't want to make up a story, but I think Lisa, no, no, Samaria Rice, um, did have been Trump as an attorney. 
And Ben Crump, she said, was all about image. It was all about how you can get the money. But yet he has a way of losing these cases. He has a way of not putting his all into it. It's all politics for him. Same with the Reverend um, Al Sharpton. If it's not really high profile or giving them money, then they want nothing to do with it. And um, shout out to Samaria Wright. She exposed the politics of BLM. Look, Donald Trump exposed BLM. Also, too, I think hot damn politics. The Don Nicoleone show was actually the first to expose Black Lives Matter. So we got to give Don Nicoleone and Nefertiti surviving the game their flowers for being the first ones to do it. They called it. And many people in the conscious community wanted to cancel them for it. But, hey, there was evidence. Even the victim's family even said, hey, this was happening. All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the live. I wanted to go ahead and get started. This is going to be a fun show. This is going to be awesome. Um, I cannot wait. So um, I want to read a few articles before I can um, go ahead and, you know, start on the main subject. But in um, Reuters, U.S. skips congressional review to approve emergency sale of tank shells to Israel. Hmm. The Biden administration has used emergency authority to allow the sale of about 14,000 tank shells to Israel without congressional review, the Pentagon said on Saturday. The Senate Department on Friday used an Arms Export Control Act emergency declaration for the tank rounds worth $106.5 million for immediate delivery to Israel, the Pentagon said in a statement. The shells are part of a bigger sale that was first reported by Reuters on Friday that the Biden administration is asking the United States Congress to approve. So they're putting the pressure on the conservative dominant Congress. All right. The rights advocates expressed concern over the sale, saying it doesn't align with Washington's effort to press Israel to minimize civilian casualties. All right, this is by um, Mike Stone in Umira Pamuk on the Reuters website. How about this here? Another story that we want to listen to. Senators grapple with the aftershocks of Tuberville blockade. Senators are grappling with what the aftershocks of Senator Tommy Tuberville's block of military promotions will look like, whether it will open the floodgates for members to institute widespread holes 
or scared them off. Tupperville relented on Tuesday, lifting his hold on hundreds of nominees after 10 months and ending a saga that has consumed the Senate GOP conference. But he left empty-handed, having not achieved his goal of forcing the Pentagon to repeal a policy that allows service members to be reimbursed for travel expenses to receive abortion care. I think this is a really tough calculus problem to figure out, said Senator Roger Marshall, Republican of Kansas, a conservative who backed Tuberville's effort. It's probably more a decision of the heart than it is mathematically or politically figuring out if it's worth it. There were a number of Democrats remain worried that the ex-Auburn University football coach will inspire some of his conservative colleagues to pick up the mantle or either military nominations or another area and stir up another batch of trouble lawmakers that don't have the appetite for. This is by Al Weaver of The Hill. Yes, okay. So we're going to go ahead to um, another story or let's go ahead and check out the stocks, shall we? All right, let me hold on one second. All right. The Dow Jones was up before the end of the week. It was up 130.49 points. To round off at 36,247 points. The S&P 500 was up 18.78 points. Ending the week, 4,604 points. AAPL, Apple Inc. was up point, was it 1.44 leaving them with 195.71 points. The Boeing company was also up, leaving them to 244.70 points. So Berkshire Hathaway is up. Walt Disney Company is up. General Electric Company is up. Home Depot Incorporated is up. Nike is up. Starbucks Corporation is up. But Verizon took a little small hit. So they're at 38.25 points. And that is the end of the Dow Jones news so let's go ahead and let's get started remember i told a story of the workplace fraternities i've explained it i talked about it and i've given reasons why they are a fraternity i talk about an example if you are laid off a company and you're trying to go to another company They want to hire you. They want to be interested in you. They are looking, looking, and looking. But then all of a sudden, they go to the reference and where you work at, they give them a call. And they were like, okay, why is this 
on his record and they explain and they tend to believe the corporation that that person used to work at over the individual. Not only to protect their investment or to protect their reputation is all politics, by the way, but they're simply in that fraternity. That fraternity to where they work under Vanguard. They work under BlackRock. They all are in that same 401k fraternity. So they follow that. They follow the real giant who controls the 401k plan. All right. So basically, they're they are a team. They are a team. All right. They basically. They're on the same side. As they say. In. um, Two different wings. The left wing. Right wing. On the same dirty bird. You can say the same thing about the workforce. All right. Different feathers. What do we mean? Same feathers. Different feathers. Different colors on the same bird. The socks might mismatch, but you're still under the same person. All right. Let that sink in. I want it to sink in. There have been a number of workplace abuses. There have been record number of lawsuits since uh, 2015. We've had record number of incidents in schools, but mostly in the workforce, especially in the healthcare industry. Just like in Virginia, there have been a record number of incidents where employees fighting employees. All right. And that employee is trying to go to another hospital, work at another hospital in that same region, but they can't because it's on their record. And two, when they, uh, when that other competitor does a reference check, they call in that so-called competitor right around the corner and say, why did you fire him? What was the reason? And that competitor says their story. All right. And they want to try to talk to the employee they're about to hire on their side of the story. But they decided to believe the former or so-called competitor. Not only for political and investment reasons, but they have that same 401k that they work under that's making the decisions. So they are a fraternity. All right. They've been a fraternity. It is getting, getting, getting kind of hectic. Yes. All right. Remember that lawsuit? Yes. Remember the um, lawsuit that was happening? I want to get to that right now. All right. 
was it? It involved Kentonji Brown Jackson. All right, and I'm going to look it up and read it. It is about the Lockheed Martin situation. Y'all remember that. So let's read this article here. And this is who um, President Joe Biden has hired. This took back in March 18th, 2022, before, uh, way before um, Joe Biden has nominated Katanji Brown Jackson. Oh, and you know that um, Roland Martin has always defended um, Katanji Brown Jackson has always defended her. Back her up was so hyped up. Didn't want to talk about this. Let me read this. The U.S. Supreme Court nominee, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, ruled in favor of the plaintiffs in only three of 25 race bias cases reviewed by Reuters. One of the cases, however, was a constitutional challenge to a law that gives preference in government contracts to socially disadvantaged individuals, according to Reuters' article. All right. I want to read this. Jackson ruled against the corporate plaintiff and the upheld law. The case is Ruth Development versus U.S. Department of Defense, according to the Heritage Foundation. In other cases, Jackson ruled against a U.S. Park Police officer, a Bureau of Land Management employee, and a pharmacist at a Washington hospital, all of whom claim discrimination because they are black. In another case, Jackson ruled against a group of black workers suing Lockheed Martin for alleged discrimination. She refused to certify a proposed class of more than 5,500 current and former black employees at the Lockheed because the workers had varying claims of discrimination. She also rejected a proposal of $22.8 million settlement as an inadequate and unfair. The case is Ross versus Lockheed Morton Corporation. Now, let me remind you, Lockheed Morton Corporation was had agreed to settle, agreed to settle with the black workers of discrimination. And Katanji B. Jackson, or yeah, Katanji Brown Jackson, the one that Biden has nominated, the one that a lot of you people in the black community has rooted for, has discriminated against a lot of black workers over racial claims. Lockheed Morton was going to settle and Kentanji Brown Jackson put a stop to it. She did. Kim Ford was it Kim Ford Masrui, director of the University of Virginia 
School of Law Center for the study of race and law says the ruling don't strike him as unusual. Plans in employment discrimination cases lose a lot. So this strikes me as a consistent with the pattern I would expect because they are notoriously hard to win. Washington area employment lawyer Aaron Zavaro said Jackson followed Supreme Court precedent in her rulings. If people are afraid she is going to be siding with black plaintiffs because of her race, there are plenty of cases in her record that show she is not willing to side against a black plaintiff if the facts and the law require it. But you guys forgot that Lockheed Morton was willing to settle. They agreed to settle with the black employees. They were going to settle and they agreed. But Kentanji Brown Jackson denied it. She denied it. She denied it. All right. This is where I was talking about. All right. It's all about politics. And it's all about money. A lot of these politicians are sponsored by major um, business corporations. So are the Supreme Court judges. Katanji Brown Jackson being one of them. Okay. Don't think for one minute that, okay, just because you're a Christian that you can't be bought. A lot of them are bought by a lot of donors. Ask Clarence Thomas. Why you think President Joe Biden was so eager to put Ketanji Brown Jackson into the Supreme Court. Yes. So they all are a fraternity. These politicians in Washington, D.C., the Democrat and Republican, they are a brotherhood. They are a sisterhood. So is you can include the Supreme Court Justice nominees, they are all these branches of government. They are all a brother and sisterhood. All right. They follow the rules of their investors. They don't really follow the rules for you. They are not for you. They never have been, never will be. A few of them that are Nine times out of ten, they don't make it into office. A few do, but if they do, they either find some kind of scandal or kill them dead like they did um, John F. Kennedy. The list goes on and on and on. All right. All right, I'm not trying to defend Trump all the time because he has some faults of his own. All right. I thought he could have done better over the pandemic. However, you see a lot of judges 
attorney generals. They're viciously, they're viciously trying to go after him. Because he doesn't really follow their laws. All right, he's in the way of their real plans. When it comes to the LGBTQ. When it comes to the Asian crime bills. Or when it comes to foreign aid. Which Trump has fought against. So they try to find some accusations. Even, you know, even um, trying to talk to state judges to get them off the ballot. All right. The White House has denied Robert Kennedy Jr. of Secret Service over political disagreements. So, yeah, things are getting, getting, getting kind of crazy. All right. So I also want to go to workplace abuse. All right. Let me read this. This is this happened in November 21st, 2022. In the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. There were 392 workplace homicides in 2020. There are also 37,060 non-fatal injuries in the workplace resulting from an intentional injury by another person. All right. Here are the statistics. All right. Just about what? Over 90, was it? Well, just under 100 cells and related. Beforehand, under the uh, 60% percentile, transportation and material movement. There's workplace homicides. Now I'm talking about management comes in third, under 30 and 20, construction and extraction, and then production. All right. Non fatal workplace intentional injuries by another person that required. At least a day away from work selected by occupational groups in 2020. The number one is service. Healthcare practitioners and technical under 10,000. Now the service is close to 20,000. Right over 5,000 is educational instruction and library. You see a lot of students attacking substitute teachers, teachers. Attacking students, teachers fight uh, teachers, transportation and material is um, under 2,000. 
the right ad thousand is management, business, and financial. So I want to I want to talk to you guys about why entrepreneurship is very important. All right. And I want to be so upfront. All right, I want to read this here. Entrepreneurship is a major driving or the major driver of the economic growth, spurring transformation, the creation of new markets, innovation, and building wealth. Let me repeat that. The key word, new markets, new businesses, new money to grow. How can you spur the economy? New innovative ways for this market. How you can attract a person to come support your market. And how is it better than that next competitor? You see, these workforces who are under these 401k giants like BlackRock, Vanguard, Fidelity, they do not like the entrepreneur who is an independent Because they make the rules of their own. They're kind of like solo. All right. They will pick and choose talent that will benefit their business in spite of their past history with major corporations. That's what I forgot to tell you guys the last time. All right. They'll go and recruit people who have the skills, the knowledge, the character. They don't have to have good credit to get accepted. Hell, some of these independent entrepreneurs will hire those who have poor, poor work history or even been in jail or have a record that prevents them from getting a job. Or get them disqualified. You see, these mainstream workforces all the time will discriminate against those who are getting out of prison, who has a felony record. Those with felonies, they can't even vote. Some with felonies can't even get a driver's license. But yet, entrepreneurs who are trying to build their business, trying to get a Trying to help others with a bad past get a second chance. All right. So this is why the mainstream corporate businesses hate the entrepreneur. Now, if the entrepreneur is innovative and making money, then they'll talk to him. But other than that, they really differ. That's why I respect the entrepreneurs. And if you are in seriousness about becoming an entrepreneur, start while you're working. Because you may never know what life will be like. Once COVID hit, in my experience, I know my wife and son, 
they had COVID. You know, people in the family, they had COVID. It actually woke me up to realize, why don't you try podcasting? Why don't you try something that will at least make you some money? I'm not making money yet off of this podcast, but if it continues to grow, I'll be making some money off of it. I believe it. I believe in myself. And you should believe in your ideas. You should believe in your dreams. The money doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop because you lost your job at a corporation or business. And these businesses refuse to hire you. Or you being denied unemployment. Life doesn't stop there. So don't ever give up. Don't give up your dreams. Don't give up your life. As long as you have the God of your understanding backing you up, anything is possible. You can overcome any obstacle. All right. When I had hot, well, not hot damn politics, I'm sorry. When I had inner visions of a political side hustler in 2021, you know, uh, right where my son was born, you know, I really, I was cussing up a storm. I was like, F this, F that. I was trying to get a lot of attention. I was trying to be the rowdy one just to gain viewers, just to get some kind of popularity. I was taking a little bit of the playbook of Donna Coyone, who is my mentor, who's somebody I look up to her and never you surviving the game. Two brilliant businesswomen. I am doing the best I can, y'all, to not curse. So it's a little bit of a clean show. I wanted to keep it that way, but hey, who knows? I'm a work in progress, y'all. But I wanted to have a message so that people will learn. All right. We can be like other news networks, or we could be like other people who present the news on YouTube or social media platforms for entertainment purposes. It's okay to be entertaining. It's okay to be entertaining. But it's going to be more impressive if we teach them if we teach them how to money manage, if we teach them how to build computers, if we teach them how to read, if we teach that listener that we accomplish so many things that your show, that you, even the entrepreneur, has a value. If they learn from you, you have a huge value not just for wealth but the mindset being wealthy of the mind can lead to being wealthy in the pocketbooks being wealthy of the knowledge that's something special all right 
I'm going to give you my final take in a few minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's get into it with the sounds of inner visions of a political side hustler. Let's get it because we are live. I trusted you. So, you were dating me because of my money. No, no, Clinton. I'm sorry, Clinton. It's not what you think. No, but it's showtime. Yes, indeed. Mosi Studios has been rated as one of the most exciting life lessons show in the world, including Lagos, Nigeria. Yes, let's get hyped up one more time for the one and only Mosi Studios, located in Lagos, Nigeria. A beautiful country, that is. Let's get it. Hey everybody, I am back, yes. I made a little mistake by not including this here. All right, under Vanguard, you have companies like Apple Inc, Microsoft Corporation. Apple Inc have point one point 30 billion shares owned. Microsoft Corps. 5.04%. million in shares owned. Amazon. Alphabet Inc. Tesla. Berkshire. Hathaway, J.P. Morgan Chase, Procter & Gamble. Hey, Procter & Gamble, their stock has risen during COVID, during the makings of the vaccine, same as Johnson & Johnson. At one point, they were in the top five during COVID. I forgot to tell everybody. But um, they have, what, close to 230 million dollars shares owned all right home depot 94.43 million dollars of shares owned coca-cola cisco systems pepsico yes pepsi the soft drinks netflix they're all under vanguard i'm not saying if you work for them, they're evil. No, 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 no. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. 
What I'm saying is, yes, they work under Vanguard, their major corporations. What I'm saying, they work with each other. They're not against each other. That's my proof. All right, they're under the same investment group holdings, and they make a lot of money off of Vanguard, off of BlackRock. They make a lot of money, buku money. All right, so they're really, really a fraternity. They're really tight. They're not actual competitors of each other. Well, I forgot to mention Walmart Incorporated. Yeah. That's right. But I want to mention on my final take, Mark Fisher. Whether you like him or not he made a decision that he thinks will benefit his corporation his Black Lives Matter team and people have to realize there were a lot of black people in the black communities like Philip Scott mentioned in this podcast, there are people who are fed up with Joe Biden over the immigration crisis, over the environmental crisis that has haunted their cities. People in Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. New Yorkers are tired of Joe Biden. New Yorkers are tired of Mayor Eric Adams. Lori Lightfoot was voted out by the community. Brandon Johnson, who was once voted in, is now getting the backlash of the community because of his support of Biden and his immigration policies that is taking place in Chicago. And people are people had enough. The people want to talk to Republicans. They want to talk to other groups to see what they can do to fix it or if they can align themselves. They say, this is your chance. This is your chance. And this could be a momentum shifter in the conservative party. But you're going to have some Republicans that are going to brush it off and say, "Uh, I don't need their vote. If they have that mentality, the Republicans, too, will be in big trouble. I commend Mark Fisher. I commend him for making a switch. I commend him for waking up. I commend him for bringing facts. Because people are seeing that Americans as a whole, no matter what race or color, they're seeing and watching this administration give out so much money to foreign nations. I have nothing against the foreign countries. Much love to Israel. Much love to the Ukraine. Much love to 
Hamas, much love to the Palestinians, much love. But for a president to only give the victims of the Maui wildfire only $700. While trillions of dollars is being poured into the Ukraine and Ukrainians. I remember I told you guys this that Hampton University has decided to give out free tuition, free scholarships to the Ukrainians. Free scholarships to them to attend Hampton University. Free scholarships or free tuition. I think the students, some of the students had enough. And this was during William Harvey's time before he retired. There was a discriminatory and disgraceful act by the former president of Hampton University. You guys at Hampton University, my alma mater, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves for this. Especially, especially that guy who is the dean of the business administration who I bump into. Very, very unprofessional. Very, very rude. And he really doesn't know a whole lot about, well, what was it? The stock market. You had the nerve to throw the paper at me because I didn't know a whole lot about Wall Street. If I was at that old mode, I would have been arrested for almost killing this guy. But Hampton University, they need to fix themselves up. Some of these HBCU colleges, they're not that good. I applaud Deion Sanders for um, walking away. While the college that he was coaching was trying to take advantage of him. So a special shout out to Deion Sanders. All right. But what I'm saying is, Mark Fisher, I applaud you. I applaud you for waking up. I applaud you for seeing things what it really is. Don't let Roland Martin get away with what he pulled on his show. Don't let him get away with it. I want Roland Martin to debate me. I want to debate Roland Martin very badly. I'm not afraid of him. I can look him in his eyes. I can give him statistics to where close to 40% of black men want no part of the Democratic Party. I want to look him in his eyes and say they disapprove of money being sent to the Ukraine. Oh, did you report 
that Joe Biden and Betsy DeVoe, they were in an alliance against college students and their forgiveness. There was a lawsuit and Joe Biden got Betsy DeVoe off the hook. But you wouldn't report that, would you, Mr. Martin? Would you? The most dangerous person in this world is a person that has an open mind and that could do research and that can problem solve on their own to the efficiency. They're law abiding citizens. They might not be perfect, but they're spiritually awoken. You don't have to be the good ship lollipop to make a major positive impact. Everybody, this is your guy, Raymond Ricks II, better known as Inner Visions. This has been a wonderful podcast. This has been a wonderful episode, by the way. So I will be coming back to you tomorrow with another episode so stay tuned because it's going to be fun I will announce the episode that we are going to do tomorrow it will be fantastic we're going to have fun so until next time and until tomorrow you guys be blessed y'all stay safe stay warm And y'all be blessed. Much love to all of you. Bye-bye.